Listen, I have an idea. An idea. An idea. Whatever today has given you Five eleven headaches still call it Thanksgiving True Welcome to another edition of the Super Duper Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Griggs, here with the super producer, Ez McMahon. Yes. <laughs> What's going on, Rob? How you doing? Man, we two for two. We out here like we Bill Simmons, Bomani Jones, you know what I'm saying? Doing hey, two man, podcasts in a week. That's what happens. We got a network, man. It's a, yes, it's a podcast sir. network. Yes, sir. Don't get used to it, folks. But welcome to the Super Duper Podcast. We do not take your listens lightly. Again, make sure you follow us on Instagram at Super Duper Pod. It's S-U-P-A-D-U-P-A-P-O-D. And online at HP53Productions.com for our mer her 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 uh, also, you can check us out at h53productions.com and listen to more content such as the Father Good podcast with Kenny Stevenson and Marsha Givens and our own Ed McMahon with the Easy Smoke and GM podcast for all of your hot sports takes. I'm sure they're talking about the NBA playoffs, the uh, NHL, this season that won't end, and uh, baseball. So make sure you check out the Easy Smoke and GM podcast wherever you get your podcast and make sure you leave a review what's up guys i was gonna say yeah not that you know we hate the nhl season it's just that my team is you know not playing very well right now and aren't going to make the playoffs so i just wish it would just end it's just in just in uh, and when you listen to our podcast make sure you leave us a review uh please subscribe like and share because you know that helps us out that let us know that we are doing what we think we're doing and that's a good job so again shout out to everybody that's checking us out Wherever you get your podcast, please like, subscribe, and share. So as we told you earlier, we got two podcasts in a week. And today's episode, uh, we're talking with Anthony Jenkins of Next Level Edibles. Uh, he was one of our, he was on our show a year ago and he's talking about his company and just about, you know, the how people think of edibles and it's, you know, just this cannabis in general. And today we're just talking about the business of cannabis and just how that's changed. And like, and even in the year that we've talked and just things around it. So it's a real good conversation just about, you know, your talents and your skills and just kind of getting ahead in a new industry. So here's my man, Anthony. I want to welcome my main man to the Super Duper Podcast, Mr. Anthony. No champagne. Jenkins, how you doing, sir? <laughs> that's my new nickname. <laughs> Thanks, Rob. I appreciate it. It's <laughs> good to see you, man. It's doing, I'm doing well, sir. How are you doing today? Good, good, good. It only took us 20 minutes to uh, finally get the uh, recording going, right? But it's, Yeah, yeah. It's it's crazy, too, because we only use the system literally every single day of our life, and we were on this talking earlier today. Listen, it's it's crazy because you got to give at least five minutes of, can you hear me? Can, can you see me? Like, you got to <laughs> gotta put that buffer in, man, so meetings don't start until five minutes later. Somebody's always, somebody's always on mute. Somebody's just rambling and just like, hey, Jim, 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 you're, you're on mute. We can't hear you, man. <laughs> Well, yeah, so I appreciate your patience. No, nah, man, same with you, my man. So, you know, don't want to keep you long today, man, but thank you for being on the show again. You're a repeat guest when you were on around this time last year, man. So, you know, 420 is uh, on the way. And, of course, tell us a bit. You know, we, we've been on here before, but for the folks who don't know what you do, tell us about your business. So, um, real quick, we're, we're Next Level Edibles. Um, we specialize in infused, cannabis-infused ingredients, uh, allowing the home chef, home cook, home baker, or, or just the novice who messes around in the kitchen 
to infuse their favorite dishes simply and easily. Uh, we make infused coconut oil and we make infused brown sugar. Uh, Rob, I know you're in Chicago. Unfortunately, we're only in California currently, but uh, we're making our way out, out east. No we state lines. Here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we're working it. We're working on our on our, our way east. In fact, we'll be in uh, New York uh, next month doing some, oh, wow. some, some conventions out there and okay. trying to spread the word about uh, Next Level and about edibles in general. So then how, how does that work, you know, like with the conventions and whatnot? Are you, are you just going around meeting? I mean, just like with any other business, right? It's meeting people in your industry, how you can build partners. I mean, you know, it's very simple. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Um, this is MJ Unpacked. It's in uh, New York on mm. May 20th, I believe. And um, it's just a great opportunity for people in the cannabis industry to, to network, talk to others in the cannabis industry. There's going to be some... Um, some great talks given as well. So we can pick knowledge from uh, people who, who've been in the industry for a while. And yeah, just network. Uh, mm -hmm. Obviously we won't be bringing any of our samples out there because I don't feel like getting arrested in New York. But we'll definitely be out there to talk them up and let them know how uh, our, our products do function. Now, how long have you been in the cannabis business? Uh, <clears throat> so I'm gonna give you both answers in that one. <clears throat> Excuse me. So we started the idea of Next Level. <clears throat> my daughter's eight. No, my daughter's nine. So about 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, we got our license last year and we got products on shelves in January. <clears throat> okay. Okay. So, and I'm asking that because again, you know, when you were on before, we were talking about just the products itself and like, you know, people, you know, not looking at it in a negative light, right? There's a pejorative kind of, uh, there's a thought that people have, a negative thought about the use of cannabis, right? You were kind of trying to debunk that. And now I guess I want to kind of lean into more the business side of it as well. Like, it's not like you just out here doing drug deals in the alley or something, right? You know, Man. dropping out packages, you know. Got if it were zip. only that easy. <laughs> right, right, right. You wish it was that way, right? <laughs> Cut out the middleman. So we, we're just joking, Uncle Sam. So, uh, but truly like, with the, so the business itself, like what are some changes that you've seen in the business just in the past year that we've talked or in the last couple of years that you've been in it and getting licensed? Well, um, the cannabis industry is changing all the time uh, on a city, county, state and federal level. Um, but the things that I've seen really change in the industry, um, we're seeing <coughs> we're seeing more of an immersion of, of edibles. When the industry first came out, everybody was about about their flower, about the biggest and best flower. But now that the industry is starting to mature, we're starting to see um, other applications for cannabis, um, obviously like us, edibles, but also topicals, sublinguals. Um, how do I say this completely correct? Um, intimacy loops. <laughs> okay. Yes, sir. I'm 12. I'm 12. I started, I started laughing. I'm 12 years yeah. old. Go ahead, man. Um, intimacy lubes, um, suppositories. Um, there's a whole bunch of products that are starting to emerge um, in the cannabis industry as, as we scientists start to figure out all the uses for cannabis and we've known for a while, but they start to come to more and more light. We're seeing more and more new new products hit the market shelf that are way different than just, just smokable, consumable flour. Mm -hmm. Now I know from a consumer standpoint in terms of just like, you know, people are more acceptable of uh, the use of cannabis, more open about the use of it. And it seems like from a business standpoint, you know, it's becoming a more acceptable kind of business process. It's just a matter of the government's catching up to these entrepreneurs. Would you agree? Um, it's becoming more acceptable. But yeah, like the, the huge 
until the, the what's keeping it from coming completely legitimized is that it's federally illegal, still scheduled one. And um, because of that, we can't get access to banking. Um, and until like we're, we're businesses, think about it. There's literally cannabis businesses that make $100 million a year. Where are they putting their money if no banks are allowed to take it? Mm-hmm. Um, well, the cool thing is that we live in America. And if there is money floating around, Americans will catch it. So the yeah. banks will figure it out sooner or later how to start putting those hundreds of millions of dollars into their bank account. But until that happens, we're, we're really not a fully legitimate, legitimate industry because it's so difficult to, 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 to pay for things, finance things, get access to your cash. Um, but, but yeah, we're, it's, it's definitely evolving. It's moving in the right direction. Uh, in fact, there was a vote, I believe last week, um, the Congress passed uh, to, to, to push forward for banking reform. And we, we definitely need that. Um, it's, 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 it's probably gonna have some problems in the Senate and I'm, I'm definitely not holding my breath. I think if I was a breath holder, I probably wouldn't be in this industry, mm. <clears throat> but uh, I'm gonna keep pushing forward. We've, we've been fortunate enough to make some great connections in, uh, I'll just actually throw their name out there, uh, Confia, C-O-N-F-I-A. If you're a cannabis company looking for a bank, go check them out. Tell Mark Anthony said, said hi. <laughs> so tell us a bit about Confia, just as a, l- a little bit about them. Yeah, since there's not a lot of banks um, working with cannabis, the banks that are in cannabis, usually their, their, their software is very ancient. They're not, they're not cutting edge. They're not up to date. Uh, they offer very few services other than just your checking account. Um, and then the worst part of it all, they charge you an arm and a leg. Because they think, because they know there's just not a lot of options for you guys. Oh, wow. Yes. Yes. So back yes. to the shakedown, back yes. to the alley, you, alley deals. <laughs> if, you have cancer, if you have cancer and you have a week to live, you'll pay a million dollars for that pill. Sure, um, sure. That's what the banks are doing to the cannabis industry right now. So um, I had an exhaustive search for about three months looking for a bank. And the, the cheapest bank account I could find was, um, I think it was $2,000 a month. And that's Jeez. with that's with doing nothing. That's just having a checking account. Mm-hmm. That's if you have the minimum amount of cash in. That's if you make no withdrawals. That's just the flat fee. Wow. Um, and so most of the banks are doing that. But uh, fortunately, Confia's, fee, uh, Confia's fees are way less than the standard bank. And they even have some great programs for equity um, equity applicants like myself, and for um, companies with very few transactions. Um, in addition, one of the things that really drew them to me is they were supporters of Ease's Momentum Program, which is an accelerator for cannabis entrepreneurs. And um, seeing that they were promoting that and that that accelerator really helps out a lot of um, equity people, that's what drew me towards them. And then mm. once I started talking to them, and it's cool, I, I um, set up a bank account and the next day I was talking to the CEO of the company. He wanted to make sure my account was set up right. Oh, so, wow. I love love like that. I'm a huge sure. customer, customer uh, service person. And so love like that. You got me. Now, the last time you were on the episode, you talked about, you know, the equity programs and just the lack of representation in the industry, as you saw it, and people trying to put support behind companies like yours uh, that want to be in this space. Do you have you seen any positive changes or any kind of negative changes? Are things getting better? Are you seeing more people get involved in it or is it just, is it just the same as you saw it last year? Um. I am seeing more people get involved. Um, what we talked about kind of last time is being in an edibles company. A big part of my job is just educating people on cannabis and edibles. Um, and so doing that, um, I actually started a social media page for people who are interested in, I'm sorry, a Facebook page for people who are interested in edibles. 
called The Incredible Edible, just as a way to teach people about all the cool things that they can do with edibles. And doing all this teaching has gotten connected with some uh, other companies that are doing teaching programs as well. And I found, I'm finding out that there are a lot of programs out there helping um, people who want to be entrepreneurs in cannabis um, succeed. Uh, I even found out recently that UCLA has a cannabis um, club on campus, an official cannabis club. That is like so ridiculously cool. I can't even tell you. I, I literally got in trouble for cannabis in college. So the mm-hmm. fact that a college has a cannabis club <laughs> and, and it's not just for, hey, let's just kick it on the steps and smoke a blunt because right. that's what we did in our cannabis club. <laughs> this is actually a cannabis cannabis club where they um, visit different dispensaries, manufacturing facilities. They have guest speakers come in. It's, it's, it's a bunch of students who are interested in the industry and want to go in that direction for the professional jobs. And they're using the club as kind of as a, as a, as a, a step stool to get to that, to that next level. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that's great because man, tell my age, but 20 years ago, college is, yeah. I actually, I remember a friend, the school tried to suspend my friend because his shirt said legalize. That's the only word. That's all I would say, yeah. That was the only word on it. And the school was like, I'm probably gonna suspend you. He's like, uh, but so we've come a long way. Um, right. And that's what we're seeing. I'm seeing a lot of more programs out there for um, educating people who are trying to get into cannabis. And those definitely weren't there last year, two years ago, three years ago. So there's more information out there for people who are, who are serious about being uh, cannabis entrepreneurs. Yeah. And you were, like, just as you were talking about with the Cannabis Club now, right, it's, it's not just about the consumption of the product. It's about the business and the industry around it. Because again, to your point, as you were talking about businesses making hundreds of millions of dollars and they don't have anywhere to put this cash, once they figure out where to put this cash and once they figure out how to tax the cash, right, it's going to set some, you know, set some things straight. So, you know, you, you figure they're just trying to figure out how much to tax you guys and, uh, you know, how much, how much really to make it work. Um, Cause I know yeah. even in Chicago, a big, a big issue is just trying to figure out how to like um, license the consumption spaces, right. Where it can be consumed legally. Like that's been a big mm-hmm. deal and the give and take and all of that. I'm sure that's in most major uh, cities, that's been the, the push and pull, right. It's like, we don't want, we want to, you know, have people, to be able to operate legally, but of course there's this right that they feel like they had. They want to they want to make sure that people are doing safely and there's not any larger or illegal businesses popping up out, out, out you know in the city. But you were yeah. gonna say something. No, no, that, that's spot on. Um we, we need places that to, to to safely consume. At least in, in California, technically, you're not allowed, to, you're not supposed to smoke on the street outside in public. Um, you can enjoy cannabis at, at home. But um, it's really not supposed to be outside in public. And so we really needed these, these, these lounges, these consumption lounges, where people can get together and just enjoy their, 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 um, their cannabis mm-hmm. um, and provide a safe, safe area for people who are maybe new to the experience. <clears throat> so now, um, Valentine's Day is the big day for like Fannie Mae Candy. And then, you know, for toy stores, there's Christmas Day, and then you know, for Jewel and the uh, grocery stores out here is Thanksgiving. But for a company like yours, it's uh, 420, right? That that's now. Do you really see sales go up around 420, or is it just something that you know? Wow, you really do? yeah. Okay. Uh, there's there's a 30 to 50 percent increase on 420. Wow. Um, for for purchases, um, and I'm not sure if that's in every state, but in California, it's. To be honest, I don't know. It's not a holiday here. Um, <laughs> when I was in school, we didn't show up. We didn't show up on 420. 
it was sure. it was a beach it was a beach day sure um, and i'm an adult that works for a software company and guess what i'm not going to work on I, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um they're pretty much every dispensary is going to be having some sort of event or party or if not both um most dispensaries and delivery services are going to have discounts on all of their products and there's going to be events just all throughout the bay area um in celebration of, of 420 mm. hey, so, yeah because yeah that totally hits sales uh so because when i was doing research for our conversation right i saw like a random just all kind of events for 420 and things that people are doing like you said discounts and i was like man Pete, this must this is literally the valentine's day version of fannie mae's it's like the lines around the store and that's how it's going to be over the next couple of days so now how did 420 i'm assuming it just started as this like you, you said it was a beach day. This is uh, this is the day of people who like to consume cannabis. This is what we're going to do. But now to your point, it seems like it's more of an awareness day about cannabis, right? I mean, people are still going to do what they're going to do, but it's more about the awareness of the, you know, of what it is and also the business around it. Would you agree? Yeah, totally. Totally. Um, I think 421st started off as just some things for people who just really wanted to go and consume. But now it's, it's, now that those people have consumed their consumption, it's turning into a day to, to promote um, what cannabis is and, and how it works. Almost like a, like a Black History Month or a Women's History Month. It's, it's the day where we talk about, hey, this is cannabis. It should be legalized. It's helping people. And there's no reason for it to be, um, to be criminalized. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it seems like, again, the, the points you're making, I think before when we talked about it, it was just the health benefits that it had to people like if, you know, alternative to pain medicines or just, you know, any other things that may help you feel better. But now it really seems like the conversation is all, those things are still true, but now just from a business standpoint, it's like, listen, this can help the economy. We have people that can be entrepreneurs and get into this business. That seems to be the pitches I hear more recently about just why cannabis is a good thing. And again, it's like, I mean, you liken it to the gold rush, right? The, the 49 is like, it's, it was this, business people don't know what to do and now all of a sudden it's just boom or even like oil to a degree and here we have you know like the internet as well like the whole internet and dot com boom and now we have this cannabis boom it's like everybody's yeah. trying to get a piece of it so you know it's, it's just it's just something even the the year that we've talked the business itself has grown and like i'm sure getting closer and closer to being legalized because again the money that's becoming involved because you know we talked about it you know banks I'm, i've heard of many companies that they got to have a big line item is security because they got to have they got all this cash in the building <laughs> but and people know you got a million dollars in there right now man in cash in cash <laughs> so i gotta have the boys with them things on their hips right just to make sure you don't come in here because that know? door looks mighty thin but yeah I'm... like ooh, <laughs> you didn't pay for a good door i'll tell you that much that's but that's something man i mean because you you would think and back to the bank's part you would think that that's something that even if it's just for you guys being, you know, taken advantage of by by these financial institutions, you know, charge that two thousand grand a month rate on the that's on the that's what you found on the low end outside of this before you found Confia, right? It's like you would think that they would try to push to at least get your money, right? So that it can be taxed, but you know, yeah. what do I know? What do I know? Yeah, it's a uh, it's been crazy, and uh, I want to hit upon something that you mentioned uh, yeah. about like the the gold rush. Um, because I do a lot of education in, in cannabis. And a lot of times when I talk about cannabis and tell people about starting their cannabis um, careers or starting or getting in the industry, a lot of times they'll say, you know what, um, I don't want to have a, um, a retail store. I don't want to deliver or, you know, or something like that. Or I don't want to be a manufacturer. 
the people who made the first million dollars during the gold rush, you know who they are. Mm-hmm. It was the people selling the axes. It wasn't the people going out there for gold. Mm-hmm. The same in the cannabis industry. Cannabis is like the, the basis of the industry. The flower is the basis of the industry. But there's at least 10,000 jobs around that flower. We, we have people who do social media marketing only. We have attorneys mm-hmm. only. We have accountants only. These are, there's literally tens of thousands of people who never touch or see the plant that are still in our industry making money off of it. I'm so sure a lot of times li- I try to- li- Licensing experts, I'm sure. And depending on exactly. your state, yeah. So when I talk to people about cannabis, I want them to know that whatever your interest is, whatever you're good at now, you can apply that to cannabis. Don't be like, oh, I'm a marketing major. I'm almost done with my third doctorate, but I want to get into cannabis. Let me start a dispensary. No, no, use that doctorate in cannabis. Use what you know, use what you're good at. And you can make a killing because cannabis needs every industry right now to help to help come and support us. Um, yeah. We're looking for, because um, this is the first company I've ever started. So I don't know anything about marketing. So I need a marketer. I don't know anything about accounting. So I need an accountant. I don't know anything about security, so I need a security. So there's all these things that I'm hiring people who never touch the plant to do. And so people, if you're out there, if you're interested in trying um, to getting into cannabis, do what you love and come on in. But you know, that was a good point you made about like, you know, to people have all these skills and expertise and they'll throw it away to get in the industry. It's like, no, that's literally exactly what I need you to bring. Yes. Thing, you know, and, I, and, and, I, and I, I'm sure that's just a, that's a lesson in like how people view things or see things, but still it's like, no, like you said, this skill can apply to this particular thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then I guess people don't think about that because, you know, people, I, I think when people think about the cannabis industry, they want to get involved with the actual flower themselves, you know, and, and then that, cause that's the sexy part, right? That's the, you know, I'm in the cannabis yeah. industry, so I should do it. But like you said, so eloquently, if you're, if you even are working with the business, that's being part of the cannabis industry. You know what I mean? Yeah. And truly, it's, I, you know, it's already, it's, I mean, you know, honestly, it's, it's already moving. You're, we're behind, right? It's just still, it just seems like it's still opportunity to attach yourself to it and the revenues that are going to come. Because I feel like once it's legal, then that's kind of when it's up. You know, it's really just... Yeah. That's when it's just all right. You you've been if you've been in the two or three years already, you know you yeah. are now ahead of the game. You know, totally. Um, I, I tell people it's uh, the water is cold. It's going to be cold next year. It was cold last year. Jump in. It's, yeah, that's the only way you're going to get used to it. Um, jump on in. Um, and it's funny. I was talking to somebody about cannabis, and he's like, "I'm a software engineer. Right? Why would I get into cannabis?" Like, oh, I don't know. Maybe because there's like five cannabis apps and for everything else, there's a thousand apps. We need you <laughs> yesterday. We need you yesterday. <laughs> like people are like, I'm a software. No, we need, we need that. Whatever you do, we, we need that. <clears throat> That's strange. I mean, but, but I guess though, there's no indeed for cannabis unless I just gave somebody a billion dollar idea. Right? Maybe, maybe there is. <laughs> I just threw away a million dollars. Look, see what I'm saying? Just, just threw it away, dog. Mute, 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 mute. Yeah, yeah, mute, mute. <laughs> edit, edit that is. Take that out is. But no, but seriously, but see, maybe that's what it is. People, people again, don't know that they can take, because it's kind of like with sports, right? People want to be in the NBA. They want to play NFL. But it's like, there are so many jobs in any sporting industry. I mean, like, to your point, even if it's just you over concessions, maybe you like sports yep. and snacks. This, this is your thing, you know what I'm saying? Or like, you know, you could be not just even with the team, like you said, around the media, you can just do, you know, yep. there, there's so many ways to do it. So it seems like cannabis is just, a, just wrapping your mind around this new industry. Because that's why I want to talk about it because 
you know, it's very rarely we're at the front of something that's going to ultimately like be, you know, part of the world and change. I'm sure when Rideshare came out and people talking about Ubers, it was like, the heck is this? And now, well, yeah, prior to the pandemic, it was like that was the way to really <laughs> move when they started jacking up the prices and the gas went nuts. <laughs> But still, though, it's, it's, it's something to be on the front of, and I think we got to change this point. podcast name to the to the new old guy podcast. Yeah, yeah it's probably high. Hey it's man, car and Uber. listen, listen. <laughs> I remember when gas was ninety nine cent, man. I that's this is but I don't talk about that. Though. I don't talk about that. <laughs> so, so tell tell us a bit about some of your four twenty events, man. It's yet coming up. Yeah, uh, thanks for asking. We are doing an event at uh, Seven Star Holistic in Richmond, California. They're doing an, uh, an all-day party at their dispensary, and we'll be there from 12 to 3, promoting our products, passing out free, uh, I want to get the name right, free butter toffee uh, popcorn, uninfused, sorry about that. Um, but yeah, um, kissing hands and shaking babies. So if you're in Richmond- Wait, wait you, um, said, you, <laughs> said, you said kissing hands and shaking babies. Kissing hands and shaking babies. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll be out there on, uh, yeah, from 12 to 3 in uh, Richmond. Come, come and join us. And then after that, we'll probably head to the city. Um, might go to Hippie Hill for a little bit, which is the most famous place on 420 in probably the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a park, and it's, it'll be a sea of people on 420. Jeez. That's something. So yeah, because I'm, I'm sure in Chicago there'll be there'll be something happen. I'm sure a lot of people that I normally see with big eyes will have very thin eyes on, on, the, <laughs> on that day. No, yeah. but, but no, but but truly, I think in, ter- in terms of uh, just just the business thing around it, man, it's just it's just so interesting because it, you know it, it's before it was this kind of. You knew the day came and like you said, people would just be kind of disappeared for the day or just, you know, very quiet. But now truly it's a growing business. It's a growing industry that's worth so many millions of dollars so that, you know, bringing awareness to it isn't just about the consumption of cannabis. It's like, guys, if you're looking for a new opportunity, if you're an entrepreneur looking for the new yeah. next thing, this might be an industry you want to look into. Like, seriously. I mean, I think you brought up a very good point about, you said attorneys, accountants, like if that's, if, you, if that's something you just learn to focus on, read about and just, this is, I can apply my skills to this, you know, and like you said, I'm sure it's a small network of, of, of people because of how it's growing. If you find out a person is good at this in your industry, you pass the name along and every, next thing you know, everybody's using that person. Totally, totally. Yeah. And um, for a lot of things, like for specifically for like accounting, um, cannabis is different than a lot of other accounting. Okay. So if you're a cannabis accounting, that's a premium. You can charge extra because there's things that you know that most other accountants don't know. What are some examples? Just curious if you know. Um, since okay, I can't go you super detail because I'm not, I'm not, I'm not an accountant. That's what I'm saying. But, yeah, I don't, I don't want you to get in trouble either. Just you know, just some stuff that you just know off the top. Off the top. Yeah, I just, I just know that there's certain things that um, that an accountant knows that's a cannabis accountant that uh, other cannabis accountants aren't as familiar with because yeah. of this particular industry. Um, and I know um, I was talking to a friend who has an accounting firm. And he was doing our taxes and uh, he's a good friend, but he, he decided not to do our, our taxes, even though he's an accountant with an accounting firm. Mm-hmm. And I asked him why. He was like, I was doing some research on cannabis and accounting. Come to find out that if I mess up on your taxes, they're going to audit all of my customers. So I don't want to take that risk, accepting uh, your account. <laughs> and he's, he's, that's one of my best friends in life. So I was like, sure. oh yeah, don't, don't even worry about it. Um, cool. 
Yeah, because I know, I know, because even with like, uh, there's certain what these parts in Illinois, like it's certain things you you can't, you can say cannabis, but can't. It's certain ways you have to yes. say it. Certain ways you have to post it. Like you said, if you're an attorney, if that's your thing, you'll know. No, you, you can yeah. say it this way. You can't say it that way. You can have a picture of this, not that. And like you said, a regular attorney, well, a regular attorney, that's, that came out wrong. But yeah. a person who doesn't not focus on cannabis and may know some other disciplines just might, you might get jammed up unknowingly, right? It's like, totally. nah, and, and nobody wants that. So that's actually a very good point. So to all the people listening, you like, yeah, I hate my career, but I got this degree. <laughs> I've been doing it for 10 years, you know, the cannabis industry is open, I'm sure, available to take your skills and your skill sets. Seems like it's a great opportunity to be an entrepreneur. Like, what what keeps you excited in being an entrepreneur in the cannabis industry? Like, what keeps you going? Um, I want to see this dream come to fruition. I know, I know what next level can be. I see the vision in my head, and um, it's been hard to get to where we we are, but I, it's coming together slowly but surely. I, like I said, we've been in getting this business up together for about about, about 10, -ish, 10 years ish. And in my mind, like, oh yeah, next level would already be in multiple states. I'd be chicken it in my mansion. No, we're not there. I'm still cleaning the bathroom, doing the dishes. But that's cool. Um, but it's going in the right direction. Um, we launched our first product in January, our second product in March. Um, we're going to be expanding to a few, few more stores and locations in the next three months. So it's totally moving in the right direction. Um, and what, what keeps me motivated is I, I want to see that dream come to fruition. I, I want to, to, to see when they're, when, to, when I finally sell the business and give the portion of funds to my daughter and be like, okay, you're, you're set for life. Don't worry about it. If, if you, if you go to work and someone calls you a rude name, a rude name, cuss them out. Cause you got it. You said. Yeah. <laughs> Cause that, that, that's literally what I'm doing this for. Because sure. there was too many times as, as when I get, when I was working, I got cussed out. I was like, this isn't even my fault. And you're an idiot. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so this will be protection for that. So my daughter can cuss them out completely. completely. I want her to record it though, so I can. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, we're, we're trying to establish a foundation for our family, create some next generation, uh, some generational wealth. Um, it can be done in cannabis. Um, and it just has to take, it just takes a lot of hard work, a lot of pushing forward, a lot of staying on top of the ball. Um, but I, I, I see that vision happening for, uh, for us and for other people in the cannabis space. And that's awesome, man. I, I really think this, you know, people talk about it often. And I think, like you said, they get scared about the laws and the, you know, the legalization. Like you said, you can be a part of it and not even touch the flower, you know, yeah. not even touch it, but it'd be a part of the business thing. It makes a lot of sense. You know, you and I talked about some content opportunities, content ideas for, uh, you know, just, just around this space, just again, why not, right? I mean, you know, yeah. people are talking about it. People are assuming that, you know, Snoop is famous for it. He's widely known. <laughs> this, this is what I do. You know what I mean? And he's invited on to talk to talk about it in different spaces and places, man. Yeah. It, um, I, I heard a quote that was something like, <clears throat> it's, it's, it's really hard to chase your dreams. It's much harder not to chase them. Hmm. Um, and I, I'm a big believer in that. There's a, there's things in high school that I wish I would have done, you know, tried out for the basketball team. There's, I'll, I can never go back and do those things. And I don't want the, that scenario to happen to me again. I don't want to be like next week, like, oh, I'm tired of next level. Let me just go back to my regular job and be two years down the road and cannabis takes off and be like, damn. I was right uh, there. I, yeah. I, I don't, I don't want that to happen. And, um, it's, it's been a good year. As I mentioned, we just knocked out some huge goals. 
um, uh, yeah, which, what was Jay-Z's? Dame Dash. Mm-hmm. He gave a quote the other day that I loved. Um, the death of a dream that's been completed is the best funeral. Mm. And I'm trying to see some funerals this year. I'm trying wow. to get my knife. I'm trying to get my knife bloody. <laughs> I'm trying to see some goals accomplished. I'm trying to sure. see, trying to see some deaths this year of some of some dreams that I've been working really hard on. Yeah, and I can tell, man. Like I said, you you and I have been talking. You know, we talk every week on some other projects, man. But it's like, yeah, even in the the year of the last conversation to this one, like I can see the confidence in you in your business growing. Like you know, you always have it, right? But I can you, I can tell. You know, you, you're, you're meeting some goals, you're knocking out some things, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I can see it to you, man. So I'm proud I'm proud of you and happy for you, man, for sure. Thanks, Rob. I'm, I'm going to be completely honest. Like, yeah. last year when we had this conversation, I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> I, most, I don't know if it's just, like, being an entrepreneur. Like, yeah. most of the times, I don't feel like I know what I'm I'm doing. But um, I give it the best that I can, the, the uh, knowledgeable shot. Um, I, I research anything I don't know. But, yeah, there's no really entrepreneur handbook. So you never know 100% what you're doing is correct. But, um, oh, this is probably a great time to mention that we have a mentor, a few mm. of them. Mm. And if you want to be successful in anything, I highly recommend go getting a mentor yesterday. Yeah. Somebody said, uh, Steph Curry has a shooting coach. Enough said. Enough, Enough said. said. How does the greatest shooter ever? I won't, I won't even make a Kobe comment. How does yeah. the greatest shooter ever <laughs> have a shooting coach? then whatever you're doing, you can have a mentor. And uh, we've been blessed to be in an accelerated program called Our Academy, Our Dream. And we got a mentor by the name of uh, Ted, who is the, the founder of a company called Flower Co. And um, we meet once every two weeks. And I just try to bounce every idea that comes, everything we're facing. A lot of times you forget what to ask him because you think it's so minimal, but you probably should have asked him that too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I try to bounce as many questions, ideas, thoughts off of him. And, um, and help him direct me to where I'm going. And the cool thing about a mentor is they're there they're to help you, but you, they're not God and they're not no. your parents. You don't have to do exactly what they tell you to do. It's just perspective. Um, yeah. yeah, it's just perspective. And a lot of things I'll do like 95, 98% of what Ted tells me to do, but I'll make my own little play to make it, you know, me. Um, and so, yeah, that's definitely one of the reasons we've been uh, successful and still been able to push forward because of accelerators like uh, our Academy, our dream and mentors like Ted. And um, now, now we're in a new accelerator. Um, it's called momentum. It's done by ease and it's, it just got started, but I know the program is, is excellent and getting into educational programs with other entrepreneurs that are in cannabis and just kicking ideas off them have definitely helped us to uh, get our, our, our true direction on work as well. Yeah, sure. You know, and you said something there, man. I think with most entrepreneurs and people who are listening, just, you know, you have dreams and ideas. I think the biggest lies we think we have to know it up front and you just you just don't. And you said it perfectly. As long as you are asking questions and being honest about what you don't know, like that's all you can really do. You know what I'm saying? You can't because because you won't, if, especially if you just it's an industry you don't really know too much about. Like, how would you know, right? How, how could you know? I think having a mentor, like, shout out to my mentor, man. I know that's that's my guy because I text him randomly and he'll <laughs> just go, just call me. And then it, it's like, you know, I can, I can tell when he loves an idea because he, he starts adding to it. I can tell yeah. he don't like it. He go, uh-huh. I go, all right, uh-huh. that. <laughs> throw that one away. But I, I think I think to your point, right? you, you can't because you can't be married to the idea so much that it's like, if you hear some criticism or somebody says actually that might 
may or may not work because it's, it's fine line, right? It's sometimes you have to have irrational confidence to say, no, I think it's going to work, right? So you kind of- I'm glad you said that, irrational yeah. confidence. Yeah. It's important to an entrepreneur. Keep it, going. it is, it is. But then you also have to know like, actually this might not be so well. So it is a fine line that you have to walk. Would you agree? Totally. I like how you said that. Yeah. Irrational confidence, but there is a fine line because you can't be completely just- yeah. Like, no, listen, monkeys will fly spaceships and it's going right? to work. No, you're not going to invest in that. Robert. Don't invest in that yeah, today. Yeah. Not today. You know what I mean? It's no, I'm with you. It's, it's, you have to have it. Like again, with, uh, you know, it's playoffs now, right? These, a lot of these play, players in the, in the playoffs, they are, they feel like they're the best in the world. Anthony Edwards thinks he's the best player in the world, right? Wow. Yeah. I don't, I don't, yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. That's a perfect example. Yeah. The confidence that he has as, I mean, I'm a huge basketball fan, and I yeah. think I've heard his name three times, but I watched his game, and he was the game. Yeah, absolutely. But they know, you know, they have this great confidence in themselves, but they also know that they have to work on their game, that they, they can do some things, but they have to also receive, you know, it, we call it criticism, but it's more just critiques on how you want to get better. So you have to have them both, right? And to, and to know, I think, I think it's more about knowing that when I learn it, I'll be even better than I was before, right? That's kind of the yeah. way to look at it. Not just, I know it already, because nobody knows it already. The, the world is changing, things are zooming by us. And I'm sure in a year, you know, you'll know, you'll be like, ooh, we screwed that up last year. We should have done this. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, you're only operating on the, on the information that you have right now, man. No, yeah, you're spot on. Um, and, and talking about that irrational confidence and, and not going too far, Anthony Edwards has irrational confidence as a, as a brand new basketball player his first season mm. but he still has to play within the confines of the coach's scheme and he has still has to play within the confines of uh, you know he's got four other players on his team so even with that irrational confidence he's not taking 100 percent of the shots he's still running the coach's play so even with my irrational confidence i'm still running ted's play and i'm still working with my other partners to get things done yeah yeah and i think but give me the ball i got <laughs> Truly, and I'm not just saying this because you're on the pod, man. Truly, I, I admire that you had you've you've had your vision for your company. You've been working toward it, and like you said, you you had some goals. You've been meeting some goals. I think you know it's so easy to have the goal, miss it, and then be like, ah, forget it. You know, never do. It. You know, I'm never going to do that again. And then you'd be done. You know, you never know how close you are to getting there, man. So I, I think yeah. you, somebody listening to this, hopefully is inspired by just hearing your story and about this. You know, like you said, a year ago, you didn't know where you were. And now, you know, like you say you're going to be in some different locations. You got some more stuff on the shelf. You got your product launching, launched in January. I'm sure you got some more content stuff coming uh, down the road. So, you know, it's definitely things are looking up, man. So just encouraging people that's listening, you know, this, this is a big industry, but even no matter what the industry you're in, it's like, you know, do you have a mentor? Do you have a vision? Do you have goals set for yourself, right? Do you have things you can measure to say, I was better this, I was doing this last year. Now we're doing this. I'm, I am better. You know, we are better yeah. as a company. I think you definitely need that. Man. I'm glad you said that. That's actually one thing that my mentor was talking to me um, a few months ago. Uh, having a goal sheet, uh, just a spreadsheet, and keeping track of what your goals are and the day that you'd want to complete it and the day that you do complete it. And um, I was asking him, you know, what's up with this uh, exercise? And he was like, to be honest, this exercise is about you, when you get down on yourself, when you get hard on yourself, going back and looking at the spreadsheet, you're like, damn, I did do that. I did mm -hmm. that, too. I did that, too. Mm -hmm. And that'll give you the confidence to keep pushing forward. I was like, that's a pretty good, uh, that's a pretty good hack right there. Yeah. Shout out to Ted, man.
The mentor. Shout out to Ted for real. <laughs> I, I, uh, I heard a quote, another quote that said, um, people always underestimate how long it takes to do something. <clears throat> um, but they also underestimate their abilities. So like, some somebody will see a hard task and they're like, oh, you know, that, that you know, that might take me five minutes, <clears throat> but they're a lot better than they are at, at, at that task than they think, but it takes them a lot longer. So when I set all my goals down, like, oh, I want to be in stores. I want to do this. It was years ago. So I didn't, I didn't hit the goal dates for those tasks, but that's not the important thing. The important thing is I hit the task. And so that's what, that's what uh, the lesson is. It's also to show you that, um, Try to think more broadly with your timelines when you set goals for yourself, uh, because a lot of times you'll set them too closely. But if you see you're not hitting your your goals on a regular basis, try to give yourself a little more time and some more leeway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've I've learned that. Uh, that's how I try to stop procrastinating, man. Because you're just like, this would be hard. Let me do it later. And it's like once you do it, it took you two minutes. Like, see, I could have done this. I could have been done with this <laughs> last week. It took me literally two minutes to sit yeah. out, it's, man. Instead, I just thought about it for four weeks. Yeah, <laughs> so I just one phone call and that's it. That's all it took. Like, dog, going to yeah. come on, Rob, man. But man, but Anthony, man, as always, I appreciate you joining the Super Duper Pod. Of course, this won't be your last time, and you and I are working on some stuff that we hope to share with the world very soon. So you know, yeah, man. So what? Uh, again, make sure people give them, give them your website, give them your social media, all that stuff to contact to contact you. Oh yeah, sure. We are at. Um... Website is nextleveledibles.com. IG is NXT Level Edibles. So next level edibles without the first E in next. And um, yeah, that's 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 where we are. IG, Facebook, um, Facebook, next level edibles. And if you're into edibles, um, we have a Facebook group called The Incredible Edible. Come join us. We just give free recipes on, on and new ways to uh, infuse foods. So if you're interested in infused foods and some cool dishes, come check us out. Oh, last question. How about them Lakers, man? <laughs> Who is Chicago playing? I, no. forgot, I forgot. Hey, them. we're in the playoffs, Jack. There we go. Oh, man. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I had to. I had to. You do cool. it. You it's, know cool. I had to. it's all love. It's all love. And then he laughs hysterically. Can we edit that part out? The no, last that's game? saying it. Like shorten the editing that's, down, that's, down to two minutes. That's staying in the show, man. We're going to make a video, <laughs> make a whole video out of that, man. That's hilarious, dude. Listen, man. Listen, I, I still I, support them. You see, you see, that's a, that's a, that's a purple L right there. I know. I, I peeped it. I peeped. You slipped the Kobe, Kobe thing in early. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Lakers fan. Lakers Loyalty. fan. I say, hey, man, gotta, gotta have that nowadays. Gotta have it nowadays. Man, Anthony, again, appreciate you joining the show, sir. Thank you, Rob. I appreciate it. Can't wait to be back again. Absolutely. I want to thank Anthony for joining us on the Super Duper Pod again. Again, I love when we have repeat guests. It's like, you know, they know the lay of the land. They know how to rock and roll with us and, and how it goes. And I think something that he said that was super cool was just, again, even if you are a marketer, you are an accountant, you are a producer, you can still be attached to the cannabis industry without touching the, as he says, the flower at all. Like it's a growing industry, you know, I'm sure it will be legal at some point, right? And once that happens, it's going to be already rolling. So why not get on, get attached to it while you can? You know, he was talking about the differences in accounting and, you know, uh, is there certain laws that, that are specific to this particular industry? So if that's your, if you're an attorney, if you're an accountant, you know, you are a software engineer, you can get into this industry some kind of way. So folks, don't miss out. If there's something you want to do, you don't have to grow it, make it, 
sell it, smoke it even. You can still just be part of the industry because it is a booming, booming industry. Even if you security, because they need security ass. You know what I'm saying? They ain't got no banks yet. I don't. I, I get all that. I I just want some samples. That's all. <laughs> it's to the point. To the yeah. point. Yeah. So again, I want to thank Anthony for joining us. Make sure you follow him on Instagram. He gave his information in the episode. Thank you for listening to the Super Duper Pod. I hope you enjoyed these two episodes this week. Uh, make sure you take care of yourselves and each other and be good to yourself uh, this week and this weekend. You know what I'm saying? It's uh, Never take the people that we love for granted. Never know how long you got them around. So when you when you got them, when you're with them, tell them, tell them you love them. Tell them you care about them. And even if you don't say it, make sure you show it, right? You know, words only go so much, but let's show somebody today that you love them as well. So yeah, thank you for checking out the Super Duper Pod. God bless and keep you. This is the Super Duper Podcast. That's champagne, real pain, real pain, champagne from you and I. Wait, you a lie? Now that's champagne, if you was I, would you be off on this campaign? Is it suicide? If you know that bringing hope is how careers die. Or do the case stand for kamikaze? For Jay Silent, it's everywhere you can feel them falling. Sugar, lately, I've been up late with what? demons in my basement trying to get me to hate this. What? Life thinking I should be further, and then I choke up. As soon as I got silent, then the truth spoke up. This said, How you know you ain't perfect? Let that soak up and soak in. You know how you know that you're blessed. I